Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two of VSIN Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here. Let's get to college football in the new rankings. AP Top 25 poll is out. And again, I don't know if. I'm not going to cry about expansion because it's coming. I can't stop it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to love it. I'm going to bet it. It's going to be great. But stop with the argument that you have to have expansion to get the best four teams. And we barely have four deserving teams this year, right? Everybody's got flawed resumes at this point. The four is what makes it good. I loved how much the games mattered over the weekend, i.e. the TCU game, the Michigan-Ohio State game, the USC game against Notre Dame. A lot of those games wouldn't matter now. Ohio State would still be in right now in an expanded playoff. Alabama would still be in an expanded playoff. Those teams are not right now. So, Malt, when you look at it here and you look at the odds to win the national championship, look at Georgia to go back-to-back. Minus $1.60. It's not huge, but it's there. There's Michigan. You're under a $3 betting favorite now. That number has dropped. And then what is interesting to me is, you have Ohio State at 12 to 1. Same as USC and TCU. Is that not amazing? Because the theory is, is that if TCU stumbles or USC loses to Utah, yeah. Ohio State will be the first non-conference champion. Sorry, Tennessee, without your quarterback. That it's going to be Ohio State that gets in over two loss Alabama. Like, Ohio's, it feels like right now we got a top five and that's it. 
I would agree with everything you said there. I will just say real quick on the polls. I find it criminally offensive that Alabama is ranked ahead of Tennessee. Now, look, I believe Alabama played Tennessee next week. Alabama would beat them. It's not the point. Tennessee beat them. Right. So if you're not going to give them credit for the win over Alabama in the rankings, why are we even playing the games? Why don't you just go ahead and pick whomever you want and put them up there? Now, I know that they do this, and I'm not saying it's right to do it because I agree with everything you said there too. But I think what the committee does do, they've said this in the past, they judge you on who the football team is now. And with Hendon Hooker being out, they say, all right, Tennessee. That's fair. That's fair. They're not – they're not worthy right now of, you know, getting in over in Alabama. Okay, I tend to agree with you that it should matter that we played you and we beat you. But when you look at these numbers, is there any shot at taking Ohio State that if somebody falls, yeah, then you, the revenge tour happens well, and Ohio State goes scorched earth? E- easy bet because the lines are short on TCU and USC. You bet Ohio State at 12-1, to 1, get into the playoff, and then you take TCU or USC potentially and the money line in their games – uh, if one of them loses, you can bet USC Friday night and they lose the game, T- US, Ohio State's going to be in. Uh, and then TCU results Saturday won't mean as much. i tell you the team that was really intriguing that really killed themselves Saturday night. LSU. LSU. I mean, are yeah. you kidding me? You go down to College Station, you go down to that dumpster fire, <laughs> and you absolutely get cracked? I, and that was unbelievable. But by the way, again, this is what I love about college football. That the LSU game mattered at Texas A&M, right? And now the SEC title game. Like, we're talking about expanding the playoffs. We can't even get conference championship games that really matter. I mean, Georgia theoretically could lose to LSU and still get in the first four. Forget about an expanded playoff. I mean, that's insane. Well, here's the interesting thing. Let's say Georgia lost to um, LSU. LSU. And so – Michigan moves up to one. I'm already assuming Michigan won. I was talking to my cousin over the weekend. She was making plans to go to Arizona for the game. She goes, what happens if we lose to Purdue? Do we get in? I said, first of all, you're not losing to Purdue, <laughs> but you're, you're in regardless. And so let's say Michigan moves up to one. Would you have an Ohio State rematch? Oh, my goodness. At 1-4? Yeah. Or yeah. do you – I mean, well, is I this, would love it. Amal, is this the same six we see tomorrow night in this order? I firmly believe it is. Look, okay. you can sit there and criticize. I, you know one of the things I found a little bit surprising over the weekend? People were saying Ohio State got blown out. But it was a tight game going in the fourth quarter. I'm not sure what game they were watching. If Cade Stober makes that touchdown, catch, it's a one-possession game down five with an opportunity to go for two and get it to three. And, uh, I, and I only ask that all because I've heard, and I'm sure you have too, I've heard a couple people uh, put an Alabama ahead of Ohio State in these well, rankings. And that seems, I, I didn't hear I'm that one. You a little that absurd to me. Because yeah. that's what I wanted to ask you guys. I didn't see that. So, so Kelly's point here is you look at Alabama, they're 25-1 to 1 to win the national championship. Again, everything else is pretty much off the board. I say the demarcation line is five. I agree what with you. What is the pathway for Bama? Okay, let's just walk through it. Georgia loses to LSU. That's not going to change Alabama's Dude. road to get in there, right? Michigan loses in the Big Ten championship game. That's not going to no. get Alabama ahead of Michigan, one loss Michigan. TCU 12-1. and one. No. They would need both TCU and USC to lose, and then they make an argument to leapfrog Ohio State. I don't get I, it. I have to be honest with you. I didn't think about it, but do they put – let's uh, – USC loses. That's the first thing that has to happen for Bama. Correct. The second one where the question comes in, does TCU losing lose. – yeah. yeah. So if TCU is one loss TCU and two loss SC – now, by the way, two loss SC would be to one point to Utah and whatever happens to Utah again. And then Utah's going to say, well, why don't we get it? No, just kidding. But then, you know, Clemson crushed themselves this weekend uh, with that loss to South Carolina because they would have been in this discussion at 10-2. and two. I'd tell you, Washington's offense in that Apple Cup, 
Uh, all these teams, by the way, off the board. And Penn State, the quietest top 10 team. All time. Right? Never yeah. heard a word about them whole yeah. year, the whole no, year. Yeah. And their two losses year. are to Ohio State on and the Michigan. road and Michigan on the road. I mean, uh, Michigan, are, uh, Michigan on the road, Ohio State at home. Uh, at home. Yeah. But those are not bad losses. Not at all. And, and <laughs> we're not even discussing them. We're only discussing Alabama, two loss Alabama. Well, because ESPN has, is in bed with the SEC. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. that's one of the reasons why you always get this discussion. Here's the great thing. Thank God Alabama is not in the Los Angeles market. Otherwise, <laughs> Alabama would be in with nine losses. That's okay? so true, yeah. Um, well, then that's why I can't. That's why expansion is just going to. Like, everybody thinks that you're helping out the little guy. You're not helping the little guy no, with, if you go you, to eight. Exactly. You're ensuring that Alabama is in, Ohio yes. State is in, uh, Penn State gets in. I mean, you're, you're helping out the bigger conferences. Sure. This, this is the dumbest uh, discussion that keeps happening on the national scale. Completely agree. They had a, I saw something they talked about since 2014, since it started. If they had 12 teams going back then, Ohio State's the only team that would have made the playoff every year. Every year. And so it's like you're only helping these bigger programs. I, I will tell you this. The committee is cheering for TCU to lose. Right, yeah. Because imagine you get Michigan, Georgia, USC, and Ohio State. You get Michigan, Ohio. I'm sorry. You get Michigan, Georgia, or Michigan, USC in Glendale, and then you get Georgia, Ohio State in uh, Atlanta. I'm with you. It's just like we keep saying, "Oh, we got to help out the little guy." Cincinnati was in last year. Yeah. TCU has got right there for him to get in this year. I mean, we don't need to expand, but we're going to expand. Oh, Amal, you need to sit on back. We need to switch chairs one of these shows just so you can see Dave. Yeah, yeah. You know, Horn Frogs, he's, he's kind of ang- he's making an angry point. It's not, it's not happy, Dave Ross. That's- it's fired up, Dave Ross. He still makes the frogs. Because you're right. The committee wants the frogs to lose. <laughs> I want like the frogs. I, I, I want the Horn Frogs to lose because my friend was the D.C. last year and he got fired. So I hope the frogs <laughs> lose. So- I want to make one point real quick on futures betting. This is semi-pro tip. How about oh, semi-pro tip? Oh, I like it. Think about, Amol was talking about uh, earlier about the, four, you could grab 12 to 1, 12 to 1, and whatever's out there on a couple of these teams. Amol brings that up because you always say the number one goal of what we do here is to lock in profit, yes, right? to make a profit, yeah. We talk a lot on this network about futures betting that's often way out in front of us, and that's because we've got 24 hours of content to fill, and those are some of the easiest ones to fill. Think about the easiest ways to fill it. Think about Heisman odds that we saw last week. Oh, wow. You, a week ago, you could have grabbed plus money prices at DraftKings on both of those guys, locked in profit, and sailed away into the future with, it, with making money. And yeah. now we got minus 2,500. Every, every touchdown he scored against Notre Dame, I went, up. Oh, that's now 500. But I'm going to tell you right now. 1,500. People don't realize this. The minus 2,500 is a good bet on Caleb Williams. Sure. He's going to win the Heisman. He's trophy. going to win the Heisman because even though C.J. Stroud technically went up with two picks, they were in garbage time when they were desperation plays like when he shuffled the ball forward. I don't – but the reality is nobody's really stepped ahead. If you say to me who was the most outstanding player in college football this year, I, I would probably say a couple of guys, and they, they're not going to win it. One is Marvin Harrison Jr. I thought Yo. he was tremendous. He had one drop all year, the one we saw against Michigan mm-hmm. the other day. And the other guy was Bryce Young. I thought Bryce Young was amazing all year long. He never got enough credit. But think back to the Tua Kyler Murray Heisman year. Was there any possibility that Tua was not going to win that Heisman? No, they had it engraved, and then they had to take it off. No way. <laughs> exactly. And then all of a sudden, Kyler Murray out of nowhere wins that thing. But Kelly brings up a great point, which is, look, these things you can be so profitable because the numbers sometimes get so far out of whack or skewed. And we talked about it with the Michigan. I- I'm telling you, I never understood. And-, and I followed the Big Ten very closely, not just Ohio State. I thought Michigan was a far better team than they got credit for coming in the season. People kept asking me, oh, Ohio State's good. I said, dude, I'm telling you right now, this is going to be a dogfight of a game. And Michigan, we talked about it when they were 11 and a half over plus four dogs. It comes down to one game. I know they almost so lost was- the game against Illinois, but look, Corum gets hurt. 
Edwards didn't play they in that won game. without their best player no, on offense. No, without their two best players. That's amazing. Because Edwards didn't play either. That's right. And so, for me, it's sometimes the discount. This is where, as betters, we got to take advantage of. Look, you have no respect for the Vikings. If you like yeah. Minnesota and you're a buyer on that team, take advantage of it. If there's a team that's overvalued in your perspective, take advantage of yeah. that. And I think that's where you can make a lot of money. Gonzaga, every time they keep giving these huge lines with them in college hoops, Dude, the Zags are not the same program they once were. I like Julian Strother. The kid's out of Vegas. That's why I follow him closely. He's going to be a pro, but he's not a guard, right? He's on the perimeter. They don't have the guard play. you got to follow these teams and evaluate the way you don't. I can tell you before I moved out here, you get intimidated. Oh, the odds maker. No, you know what? They yeah. don't know everything. Yep. You think that, but it's, it's just not how it works. You don't. You don't. And I don't. I'm all, this is, I mean, this is betting basics, basically, yeah. of what you're talking about. But, like, it is. I believe that so much, right? You got to be, you got to have a, take a stand on what where you believe a line should be at, and bet it accordingly. And if you lose, you lose, right? I mean, that is, it, you need to have a number, make your own numbers, set your own, you know, power ratings or numbers or whatever. But if you see, you believe in a team that you think th- that the book doesn't believe it as much, you got to take advantage of. It. By the way, if that is a an official semi pro tip from Kelly, it has to be sponsored by Jackie Moon. I, I, how we're missing an opportunity. Is that Tropic Thunder? Uh, Will, Will Ferrell. No, Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell uh, yeah. Yeah, Jackie uh, Moon, semi-pro? Oh, semi-pro. It was, the team name was – no, I don't know why it I said Tropic Thunder. Uh, tropical. Oh, Tropical. Oh, yeah, it was just a Tropic. 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 Semi-pro tip <laughs> by Kelly Bidlin, <laughs> sponsored by Jackie Moon. All right, when we come back, let's give your power ratings in uh, college football yeah. and keep that uh, conversation going and continue holding fire with those college football games coming up this week. It is Big Bets here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They fight, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, gonna, not the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. 
Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is kid-safe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Cyber Monday deal is on now. Sign up today, become a VSIN Pro subscriber. You're going to get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. You're going to get tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every single game. Deep dives daily, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VSIN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. The VSIN store is a great place to shop for VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry up. This is a limited time, limited time Cyber Monday offer. So sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside them all, Shaw, Dave Ross. I, I haven't even noticed that we've got World Cup going on, but Amal, you are split-brained, and you can keep your eyes on what's going on in the world of soccer and have intelligent conversations in other sports. Portugal against Uruguay. We have a goal! But what we don't know is who scored the goal. All right, after after 19 replays, well, I think Ronaldo's hair touched it. Does that count? They're giving I, it to Ronaldo. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, and the reason why this matters is for the golden boot, Kylian Mbappe in front right now with three goals well, so far. Anytime goal scorer bets in this game, oh, anybody sure bets well, Yeah, you're right. So they're giving Ronaldo credit in the 54th minute for the goal. Portugal leading right now in the 58th minute. Uh, Ronaldo looks like he just sustained an injury. But to me, I have to tell you, I don't believe he scored that goal. And that, to, to y'all's point about it, first, anytime score, first goal score, I mean, that's huge. It is. I it think is. I finally just saw a replay ball where I could clearly see his hair brushing against the ball, but his head not actually making contact. Are you being serious or are you being facetious? I'm oh, no, being dead serious. Oh, I actually did touch the yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. It looked like his hair brushed against it, but not his head. Okay, I thought he was just like... No, I was not kidding. I have no idea how, how you, who you award that goal to. We then, were watching the replay about seven times here in the tell. studio, and we couldn't tell. And they gave Ronaldo the goal. Now, based on the angle, it looks like it, but the way the ball didn't change direction no. to me. So that's why I didn't think he was the one who um, who scored the goal. So we're, we're paying attention to this match right now. We'll see how it goes. But no, um, Dave, I appreciate you trying to suggest that I'm paying attention. Kelly would vehemently disagree with me or disagree <laughs> with you because you weren't here last week no. when the U.S. was playing. Against Wales. Well, tomorrow against Iran. Hey, we, Dave, it's going to be you and Kelly doing the show. Yeah, Dave, a lot of quality time together tomorrow. <laughs> I believe that we will win. 
can't wait for that. So one nothing right now. Portugal in the lead. Let's get very quickly before we get to Holder Fire College Football Edition uh, to your power rankings. Yep. One, because they're good. Two, because I like the graphic. Uh, start at the top. Michigan with the best win in college football this year, winning against uh, Ohio State and dismantling them in that second half, outscoring them 28-3. to Before you go any further. Because I mentioned earlier in the last segment that if Georgia lost to LSU, yeah. they're probably still in the first four. Is the same true for Michigan? Because you just said Michigan has the best win in college football at the shoe on Saturday. Correct. So if they were somehow to stumble this week against mm-hmm. Purdue, yeah. would Michigan still be in in your estimation? If in we, the playoff? If, yes. Come on, Jim Mora. Yes, of course. So Michigan's in the playoff. Michigan and Georgia are in. If in. you are a fan of those particular schools. I agree with you, by the way. The only thing you can't determine yet is are you going to Atlanta or are you going to Glendale? <laughs> because if Georgia loses, then Michigan all of a sudden moves up to the one line. And now I think, I don't know for sure, is the seating, how the seating is done in terms of location, but. Oh, like for which school is going to go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, got I you. I, that's a good question. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing that's set up ahead Probably of time. Probably geography. Yeah. yeah, like the one-four matchup. I'm guessing is based out of somewhere. I, I don't know. The way, I'm, the money involved in this sport though is keeping that title game alive. Wouldn't this be the perfect time for? We, we'd never discuss this in college football, but Michigan could rest players. And probably still win. If they lose that game, who cares? Doesn't matter. It's not going to matter. Really yeah, but, kind but, of the no, same for Georgia, who stopped walking the first time. You can't do that because you want the conference title. Well, not yeah. only that, but the reason why you can't do that is because, I mean, you don't need to do that. The next game is a month away. The next game is December 31st. You're True. playing on, what, December 3rd? Yeah. I mean, Could, avoid injuries, but yeah. I mean, you know, kind of like my uh, uh, Indianapolis Colts to win the division segment. Let's go ahead and strike that from the record. <laughs> <laughs> And by the way, again, we're, we're going to expand. We're, we're saying the one and two seeds, theoretically, could both lose and still be in the first four. That is insane. You've got Horn Frogs three. Well, still you're just going to gloss over Georgia? Well, you, okay, fair enough. I'm with you that, that Michigan <laughs> should technically be one because okay. of, as you said, the right. best win in college football. But Georgia to you is two with the Frogs right behind. It. I thought Georgia had – Probably the two most complete games in college football this year. The dismantling of Oregon and then beating Tennessee comfortably. Yeah, so again, good wins, but maybe not a singular win as good as Michigan's. Well, because I give Michigan more credit. I'm a big believer at teams at home. Yeah. So I give them credit for going on the road and winning the game against against Ohio State. So you've got... SC right now with the only loss to Utah by one point and a two-point conversion. Correct. That does matter. I know Alabama fans are going to say, did you see how we lost? Like they've had some similar. Yeah, but you did it twice, and they lost the first game against Tennessee because your saint Nick doesn't know how to manage the clock. Timeout. No, he just needed to run the ball the first down right, right, play, yeah, force yeah. Tennessee to use a timeout, and then you go from there. It was terrible clock management by by Saint, saint Nick in that one. You've got Ohio State five, Tennessee six, and you've got them ahead of Bama. Now again, I, we, we mentioned here, Hendon Hooker is obviously out for the year, but yours is more in the body of work for the whole season. Yeah. Why you have Tennessee ahead of Alabama, and they beat Alabama. Yeah, absolutely. And look, I get hookers out, and if they play today, I still pick Alabama, even if Hendon Hooker was in the game. Doesn't matter for me. But I give credit. That's why I said all year long, and, and go back to I said this before the season started, Dave. Georgia should be the number one ranked team. The reality is, this is based on power rankings, mm-hmm. but in terms of the ranking itself, of how you see a team, Georgia as the defending national champion, if everybody quit the team and Kirby Smart left, they should still be number one until they lose. My In my book, the number one team, the defending national champion is always number one even if it's a different team, different year. So, for me, Georgia in that sense. But got Tennessee ahead of Alabama. And then, um, of course, Penn State, Washington. And I've got Florida State here in the top ten. This Florida is what State, I want to get to. Florida State beat LSU. No credit for that. 
I, I got to tell you, I, you know, a friend of mine's a Florida guy, and he was complaining. He goes, our defense sucks, this, that, and the other. I can no, Jordan Travis is one of the quickest quarterbacks you're ever going to face in your life. Yeah, I know it's tough to admit in a rivalry game, but you just got the better team won. It was still a good game. The better team won. I was kind of ticked off because I took Florida in game at a variety of numbers over seven and a half, and then I took them at ten to one to win the game when they were Ooh. down fourteen. I was like, these guys got a shot here, man. But wait a minute, I just, I just counselor, if I may redirect. <laughs> Please go ahead. We got a we got a Florida State Seminole behind the glass yeah. here in Kelly. You've got them ten, number ten. Florida State is the tenth best team in college football. Is well, that it's in definitely fact, not college basketball? If you've seen the Seminoles play, <laughs> is that in fact <laughs> fact? Well, we had we had Doctor Bob. We have him on every every week on a numbers game on Fridays to do college uh, college football. Look ahead to Saturdays. He said a, a week two weeks ago he had them as their his fifth rate, rate uh, rated team. Florida State. Yeah. Fifth, fifth in the Southeast? <laughs> fifth overall, no, Nobody's man. got them fifth, okay? <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something. Don't give me these phantom guys. I'll tell you right now, that, that is absolute – I can't even say. Okay, That's but, ridiculous. Don't, please, don't start with this absurdity with people co- coming up with fictitious stuff. Nobody's picking Florida State against the, uh, the other nine teams in a game. Just saying what I heard. If, if like Washington – and, again, I was fascinated by, by looking at that Apple Cup where there was just – defense was optional, Right. So, like, if you put Washington or Florida State, because, again, this is a surprising top ten at Florida State in your top ten, but, but you justified it here. Where do they rank against some of these other teams in the top ten? Those two, nine and ten. Because, you know, this is what I'm getting at is when we expand, yeah. and it's going to expand, right. these will be the conversations now. That will be the cut line. Right when we, if yeah. you have eight, theoretically, the cut line is going to be Washington what, or Florida State. Well, it's going to be twelve. The, it's going to be twelve. So Clemson's going to get in. Um, oh wow! Uh, LSU, Who Utah, wants to Kansas see that? State. That's what that's what I'm saying. The, the, this is such a simple solution, and only college football can figure out a way to screw it up. Eight teams, every team who wins the conference. So if Purdue wins, they're in the playoff. Well, you know wow. what? Uh, and then you pick three at large teams. It's well, that's very the way simple. You, that's the way you keep the conference championship games to matter. Absolutely. Because right now, this week. They don't matter, really. The Michigan-Georgia games, they don't matter. The Big Ten and SEC title games. One of the problems that Alabama has run into from a fan base standpoint is their fans are not traveling to playoff games as much anymore because they've been to so many. That You know, if you're a Michigan fan, unless you live in Indianapolis or you're in Chicago and you want to just go see Michigan beat the brakes off of Purdue, Mm -hmm. there's no reason to go to that game and spend $200 on a useless ticket. That game's going to be over by halftime. You've got plans to go out in Chicago and celebrate the Big Ten Championship by the time that game hits halftime. We're going to do Holder Fire when we come back here in the next segment for some of those games, specifically Michigan and Purdue as well. But again, what we're just trying to point out here, and when you look at your power rankings versus the AP, that our line of demarcation, if you're in that futures market and you're trying to find winners here for long shots, don't waste your money on a Bama ticket. It's just the pathway to get in almost seems impossible to me. I mean, it... Michigan and Georgia could lose, and they're still going to get in over two loss Alabama. So your only hope is two loss USC, one no. loss TCU. I'm going to tell you right now, Alabama has no shot, and here's why. Okay, real quick, Michigan Georgia, we're putting them in. In TCU loses, Ohio State gets in. USC loses. The Trojans still have a better shot than Bama because you know what? At the end of the day, this is about money, and I want that West Coast market. I want the USC Trojans with the Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams. Alabama? What? The the committee? The Uh, money machine, Nick Saban? Aflac. Are you familiar with Los Angeles and 20 million people? Not in, not, you got one of 15 persons in the United States would rather, For money's sake, the committee would rather have SC than Alabama? I know Ohio State's got a national championship because they did that in 2014. 
That is true. When we come back, hold or fire, college football edition. Some of these games we're pointing out might not even matter. How will that affect the way you view those lines? Come on back. It is Big Bets here on a Monday on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Get in on the football action this season with the Hulu Plus Live TV Football Extravaganza. Compete free for a share of fifty-five thousand in two ways. Predict what's going to happen in three college football pools, then make your picks for eight fantasy NFL contests. Head to DraftKings.com/HuluNFL now to play for free. Hulu Plus Live TV—it's like cable, just a little bit better. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for all of the details. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross, we roll on here on a Monday edition of Big Bets. Let's get to hold or fire. For the college football edition. Now, look, we just went through how some of these games, sure, they matter if you want to be a Pac-12 champion, you want to be an SEC champion, to say that to your grandkids in 30, 40 years. Do they really impact the college football playoff is another story. So let's start off with fight on. SC, dun, 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 dun. laying three. That wasn't against- bad, actually. Against the Utes. So, look at the total. 67. I know both teams over 40 in the first matchup. If you like SC and everybody loves SC now, hold or fire on the three. Um, If you like SC, I would fire. If you like Utah, I would hold. I don't particularly like this game either way. I do think USC's got a great angle from a revenge standpoint. Caleb Williams has been tremendous, but no Travis die in that lineup. And I think that that is an impact on the running game against a team the caliber and quality of Utah. The other thing is I think Kyle Whittingham is a top five mm. college football coach. They're going to have some problems. I keep saying USC, and I hopefully Lincoln Riley is dumb enough to keep Alex Grinch around. But as long as he's the defensive coordinator there, they're never going to win big-time games against real opponents. Yeah, Notre Dame's got four losses. UCLA's got three losses. Now you're going to face a team that's got a real coach. You're going to be in for a dogfight here, but the revenge angle is going to be big for SC. not going to bet this game. I might actually, might actually go to this game. Whoa! Yeah, that's out a, here, yeah. out here in the desert. Yeah, well, should he, be a pretty good game. Shot going to a game is a big that, deal. That, that is big deal. Big deal. Yeah. I'm kind of with you though, I, as I've gotten older. <laughs> a quick story, Kelly. So I was the last year I think ASU was playing Wisconsin in the bowl game. So a friend of mine calls me up. I said, "Yeah, I'll go to the game." He calls me two days later. He's like, "Dude, are you really gonna go?" I said, "No, I think." I, he goes, "I didn't think he was. That's why I didn't buy you a ticket. I knew you'd back out at the end." The total feels high to me, just at first blush. I, I agree with you for a conference championship, a little bit. Yeah, right. Sixty-seven, just because. If you're if you're Whittingham and you're such a good defensive-minded head coach, and you know the running game for SC won't be the same without Die, that you say, okay, now I can kind of maybe cheat a little bit, and I don't have to put that many in the box to stop the run game. Is there a defensive scheme that he can come up and slow down Lincoln Riley's offense? Well, you better figure out somebody who's going to be able to make a play on Caleb Williams because I think Caleb Williams does as well of a job in terms of extending a play Mm. at the quarterback position in college as anyone I've seen since probably Kyler Murray. I mean, Bryce Young does a tremendous job. Bryce is as good as anybody at that as well, but Caleb is just tremendous. All right, so again, the idea here is if you like SC, fire on the three today. If you like Utah, hold because the number – if anything, it's probably going to go up. I would agree with you. With the public sentiment coming yes. in on the Trojans. Okay. Wow. Let's get to the Big 12. K-State 
you know, we talked about it with the Vikings, right? Lack of respect in the yeah. betting market. How about the Frogs? Only laying two and a half undefeated TCU. I mean, you see, they just put a number up on Iowa State in that good defense, allegedly. That was N- now they're going to lay two and a half against K State. If you like the Frogs, hold or fire. Uh, I would fire because I think the number will go up. But I'm going to tell you a revenge game. And keep one thing in mind. This game, the first time around, was played at Amon Carter Stadium in Fort Worth, not too far down the road in Arlington at Jerry World this time around. But remember, K-State was up 28-17 in the break. Got outscored 21-0. I think this team's going to play a lot better this time around. I think this is going to be like last year's Big 12 title game. I thought last year's Big 12 championship game was the best of the championship weekend. There's not a lot of great games this weekend. We got Michigan-Purdue. Georgia, LSU, a lot of luster loss from that uh, LSU loss against A&M. But this, to me, should probably be out of the Power Five. Next, As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning. It's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 